Welcome to Invitation to the Species, a podcast created by Sarah Riggs and Earth Arts Justice. I'm Alistair Julian, director of Outrider Film. Today I'm interviewing Ann Waldman for the podcast. And the questions today come from Sarah, Kyle Dacunian, and myself. And thank you for doing this. It's March 2020. We're doing this interview at Anne's home in the midst of the coronavirus. The first four questions are ones that Sarah always asks uh, each time there's a new interview for the series. Question one. Anne, will you please tell us about your parents' and grandparents' ways of living as they could illuminate yours and others' ways of living, present and future? My father's parents lived in Millville, New Jersey, southern New Jersey, and my grandfather, John, had worked at the Whitehall Tatum as a principal glassblower. His father, Frederick, who had immigrated from Hesse, a small town near Bremen, Germany in the 50s, 1850s, had also been a glassblower. John was a taciturn man, sober, serious. Dona Hand, his wife, my grandmother, had a very sharp tongue, and she was of black Irish-English extraction. Her father had been a sea captain, lost between Cape May and Liverpool, delivering the new Jersey oak and pine they craved abroad. So they were working-class people, but my father was primarily a musician. He seemed to be gifted, uh, studied piano as a child. He left home fairly young, probably around age 15, 16, and then later went to school briefly. But he played with different swing piano, as a swing piano player, played with different groups. His, um, he kept it going. Of course, he went off to the war in the late middle 40s, probably 44, so very end of the war, and was gone about 17 months. And because I was conceived on the 4th of July, um, I always sort of remember that was the night before he left for Germany to fight the Nazis. And my mother was living here at McDougal Street in New York City at the company of other women who were working at factories and helping the war effort and so on. So father who went to war, mother who worked in factories, both artists, both artistic. Francis had had an earlier time in uh, Greece, living a decade from 1929 to 1939. So she dropped out of of college and went to Provincetown to paint and uh, met her first husband there, who was the son of the Greek poet. And uh, she went off to live in the wonderful bosom of that cult called the uh, like the Delphic Oracle, the Delphic something. And she um, had a child, my, my brother Mark, with Glafkos, and then came back, went to Provincetown, uh, met my father. They were in similar circles. He, by then, was living in Provincetown in a house next to John Dos Passos, and he had been married also to the daughter of Mary Heaton Vorse, who was a labor writer. So interesting 
combination there of uh, like-minded souls kind of living on the edge, having abandoned in a way their personal lives. My mother's mother was had converted to Christian science. Her father was of Huguenot extraction who died when she was very young. She was an only child and with this artistic bent in Greece she learned Greek and was able to translate some of her father-in-law's poems and so on. And so New York City, Provincetown were primarily their um, places of being and acting. They were quite liberal, almost, I would say, anarchistic on my father's side. He was outraged, outraged, and irate about, I remember specifically, the Vietnam War. He had served, of course, and had some, some battle damage, PTSD. He needed to be in his room late at night with white noise machines. Um, so there was, there was an edge to his presence in my life, but always very supportive. And I was intrigued by their past lives and their interests and so on. So I have always felt that I imbibed a lot of my mother's uh, excitement about living abroad those early years. She seemed re represented to me one of these women who had to go out of the U.S. to be who she was, to find herself, as had her mother-in-law, um, Eva Palmer Siglianu, and H.D., and Gertrude Stein. So of that ilk, meaning to find her sexuality, her freedom, her path by leaving um, this, you know, toppled and new vision of what America could be after the war all the values of the 50s. My mother really didn't share them. She wasn't interested in having a television or a fancy refrigerator or any of the norms. She hated Mother's Day. But the um, grandparents, my sense of the little bit I know of the families was, again, sort of solid, formerly immigrant stock, um, not overly zealous or religious. Well, my parents' ethos was very much one of thrift, they had um, survived the Great Depression. Frances was born in 1911, so she was about 19 years old. My father was 21, born in 1909. And uh, I don't think we, no, I felt I was the child of Depression parents in that we were so thrifty and careful about uh, how we spent money. My father was going to college on the GI Bill. He um, worked very hard. He he went up through the ranks, later became secretary of Pace University, uh, taught uh, English there, and so on. And so he rose to some uh, renown as a teacher and administrator. But he was they were very um, modest. We didn't have all the latest accoutrements. I remember when, if I wanted something, I had to save and save and save and save for that little thing, object in the window. Um, and so that sense of the depression, and then they're, you know, they were very uh, pro-New Deal, of course, and the WPA that brought um, so much great art to the fore and the influence of the Mexican muralists and, and all that was very exciting, I think, to them. And they knew people involved in those worlds. And my 
mother knew had met Orozco, for example, when she had lived in Greece. So um, I was growing up with a, an affinity for similar things and with a uh, sense of sort of purpose and that I could, I was, I was sort of liberated through my parents that I could, you know, do anything I wanted to ac accomplish as a, a kind of artist activist in the world. I, I felt very drawn to the idea of the, the um, Greek experiment where people were collaborating on theater performance and, and creating sets and costumes and that sort of thing. And so my mother was constantly doing creative things at home. And as I was a child, you know, I was making mobiles and I was going to art classes and dance classes at Greenwich House. And so that was very much the um, ethos of being, of being somehow art was the most important thing in the world. My father was an avid reader, I think a frustrated novelist. Um, he always said he couldn't understand poetry, but they gave me an incredibly strong base of uh, support and love in this very interesting uh, lives that they had had that I, you know, am still uh, studying and grateful for. And little things resonate all the time. Mm -hmm.